This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, everybody likes to make a buck, right? And for most of us, we don't have much of a choice. We have to put enough money in our pocket to pay our bills. So we get up every day and head off to our job, happy to do an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. But alas, not everyone thinks that way. You know, in reality, there are financial con artists out there just waiting to rip off good and honest people. Some of their schemes are complex, and some of them are so simple, it's amazing they even get away with it. On today's show, we're going to take a look at some of the more common financial scams and what you can do to help protect yourself. But before we venture further into the world of financial scams, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who I'm happy to report is one of the most ethical and stand-up people I know. Hey, Tony. Oh, wow. Wow, uh, that's that's a great compliment. But, you know, I say take care of your family, look out for your neighbors, and always tell the truth, right? That's a good motto, Definitely. I think, to have. And uh, I know you're that way as well, Albert. But uh, I'm excited about this show because uh, it's funny. I have a story from just last week where I got uh, a scam message, and we'll talk about that as well. So. Uh, I'm sure you have lots of examples uh, for our listeners out there, and they've probably experienced some of these. It seems like they're really prevalent today. but For sure. You know, I've been great. I've had a busy week. Uh, it's just been crazy busy. I do love the fall weather, though, mm-hmm. you know, getting outside. The air is a little more crisp, so... Uh, love that. How about you, Albert? What have you been up to? Oh, just uh, got back from a long uh, weekend uh, up in Myrtle Beach. Uh, guys, uh, last for a golf trip, so uh, clubs oh, are being fun. put away now, and uh, yep. it was a good time. Yeah, good. Good. That's. Uh, I know you uh, every year like to take that uh, guys trip for a long weekend, do, do a little golfing. That's nice. Yes. Um, yeah, and this is the time of year for it, too, but you know what else it's time for is, uh, you know, scams and you got to protect your money, especially as we get older mm-hmm. and seniors, um, that those retirement funds, it seems like there's always somebody out there trying to take advantage and get that money away from us. And you've set up a great show for us today. I think, you know, I've watched news stories about people getting taken for thousands of dollars and, you know, my heart just drops into my stomach. It's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first, you're upset that somebody would do that to a fellow human being. But secondly, I, I immediately begin asking myself, hey, could I fall for that kind of thing? So 
I'm glad we're going to be talking about this today. What do you have for us first? You know, it is. It's a common problem. And uh, a National Council on Aging article, Top 10 Financial Scams Targeting Seniors, has some terrific information. In fact, at the outset, the article notes that according to the FBI, seniors lose more than $3 billion every year to con artists. And Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and it's not just the wealthy seniors who are targeted, Tony. I mean, low-income older folks are just as likely to fall prey to scams. And, and don't think it's always strangers committing these crimes. More than 90% reported elder abuse, which includes financial crimes, is committed by a family member. Really? That surprises me right there. And those are jarring facts. So what's the first uh, common scam you want to talk about today? Well, you know, the government imposter scam is probably one of the most common one around. Uh, in this one, the scammer calls their target and pretends to be from the IRS, Social Security Administration, Medicare, or something similar. Now, they may tell you that you have unpaid taxes and will be arrested if you don't pay up. Or they may suggest your Social Security or Medicare benefits are about to be cut off unless you provide personal information. See, some fraudsters are so sophisticated, they can even make the phone number they're calling from appear to be the actual number of the agency they're pretending to represent. Well, yeah, Albert, I I mean, that's the thing. These agencies, I've I've read about it, they will not call you. The government will not call you over the phone. Uh, Social Security, Medicare, if they say they're from Microsoft, uh, Amazon, uh, they will not call you on the phone. So if somebody says that, just hang up. And if you're worried it might have been legit, you can go online and look up the actual number for Social Security or uh, whoever the government agency is that was trying to call you. So my motto is when in doubt, hang up, Um, find the agency's number online. Don't use the number that called you or a number they gave you. Just hang up. If the phone call was legit, the information will be on file and you'll be able to talk to somebody there. So what's the next one you have for us? Well, you know, this next one is, is, gosh, I can't believe how simple it is, but the next common con is the grandparent scam. And often the scammer will call an older person and say, hi, grandpa, do you know who this is? And, And once the grandpa throws out a name, the froster says yes and pretends to be that person. And from there, it's off to the criminal races. Uh, The crook will request money for an unexpected expense like a car repair or overdue rent. And they'll even ask the grandparent to promise they won't tell anyone. And because these scammers typically ask to be paid by wire transfer or gift cards, once the money is gone, it's generally gone for good. Yikes. That's terrible. That really, that one really upsets me. I mean, uh, I just, they take advantage of people like that, but. I think the key here is if you work with a financial services professional like yourself, Albert, uh, you're a good resource. I mean, if our listeners out there believe somebody's threatening them to try to get money from them, uh, when it comes to your money, financial professionals can help you smell a rat from a mile away. and, And you really should be working with a financial planner anyway. Right. You know, anything that anyone does financially for whether it is, uh, for something like this or just personally, they should always call their financial professional just to make sure. Yeah. So now let's next take a look at some Medicare scams because almost every American 65 or older automatically receives Medicare. Scammers already have an easy in to try their con, especially now with open enrollment. 
In this scam, the crook would typically pose as a Medicare representative requesting personal information like a social security number, date of birth, bank account, or something similar. But you ask yourself, why someone from Medicare would be calling you for your birthday or social security number? After all, if you're already enrolled in Medicare, isn't it obvious they already have your personal information? See, if something feels off during a conversation, it probably means something's really is off. Yep. Trust your gut. It's a powerful tool. If it's trying to tell you something isn't right, trust it, you know? Yes. I mean, besides any legitimate business or organization is going to have no problem with you hanging up and verifying what they're telling you and calling you back uh, at the actual agency number. That is spot on, Tony, spot on. You know, computer tech scams are also another big one we hear, you know, about often. This one, the scammer preys on the fact that some older folks feel intimidated by uh, modern technology. So when you're working on your computer, a pop-up message, or even a blank screen will suddenly appear telling you your device needs repair. When you call the number that's given to you, the crook will either request remote access to your computer or demand a payment for a repair. If you receive this message and aren't comfortable dealing with it yourself, turn off your computer and ask a trusted family member or friend for help. You can also take it to your local repair service. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's important. That's a big one. My mother-in-law got hit by that one. Um, mm. she, she must have clicked on something in an email or uh, something that got uh, spyware on her computer and then it wouldn't work. It was really slow and... Um, it said, you know, your computer is having a problem. Microsoft will call you a message popped up on her computer and she got a call saying it was Microsoft and that they could fix her computer. Uh, it just, there was a, a nominal fee. Uh, they wow. just needed to get her information to confirm her Microsoft account, which she doesn't know, you know, she's a senior and she's like, you know, what's your mother's maiden name? They got that information, got her credit card information. Mm. I mean, it just, uh, she fell for it hook, line and sinker and not good. Uh, that is something that, you know, they target people who don't understand technology or the fact that Mike, not only will Microsoft never call you, if you wanted to talk to Microsoft, you couldn't try right. to try to get somebody from Google or or uh, Facebook on the phone, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, you're not it's not going to happen or Amazon. So, um that's a that's a really bad one and my mother-in-law went through that and it was a mm. nightmare. So, you got to avoid those. Um you know what? This has been a great conversation so far, Albert, but let's take a minute to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you for a complimentary consultation. Uh whether it's to talk about how to uh, stay safe and protect their money. Uh, or their investments as a whole, or get a financial plan in place. Yeah, for sure. Listeners can visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com, or as always, you can call my office at 586-752-7008 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns, especially about potential scams and their impact on one's retirement. Remember, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. Well, thanks, Albert. And it's been a great show so far. We've been talking about some of these common financial scams that people often fall victim to. Uh, And I think, uh, you know, I imagine it's a little scary for our listeners out there to hear about just how common some of these scams are. Uh, But Mm -hmm. the good news here is that with a little research, some due diligence, working with a financial professional, you can really help protect yourself. So 
What's the next scam you want to talk about? Well, you know, the next con, the National Council on Aging article, uh, top 10 financial scams targeting seniors addresses is sweepstakes and lottery scams. Yeah. This, this is, is the one, one that I'm, this is the one that almost got me last week. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it gets a lot of people where I'm guessing many of our listeners are somewhat familiar with because it's a scam that tends to get a fair amount of media attention. Now, in this scheme, fraudsters tell their would-be victim that they've hit it big with a lottery or sweepstakes, but they need to make a payment to unlock the prize. Now, it's common for the victim to be sent a check that looks legit, but a few days after deposit, the check is revealed to be worthless. But guess what? The crooks have already made off with the money you paid them, and you're also on the hook for any fees that may come along with that bounce check. Yeah. Yeah, what happened to me, uh, I'll tell my story, just last week. So it's funny you should bring this topic for this week's show because last week I got a phone message on my phone and it sounded very professional. It was an automated message with a very professional woman's voice mm-hmm. saying that, hey, this is the Publishers Clearinghouse uh, sweepstakes giveaway and you've won uh, one of our many prizes, uh, $1.7 million. Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations, and we just need to get some information from you uh, in order to get you your check. Uh, please call us back at this number. Uh, and then, uh, so I didn't do anything, of course, with that, but I did go online and I searched uh, Publishers Clearinghouse because it, the irony here is I normally never enter contests and things like that. Um, uh, I don't enter the Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes normally, but I actually did not that long ago probably six months before or whenever it came out last, uh, I did fill it out and send it in. I'm like, oh, well, maybe it seems like a legitimate thing. The publisher's clearinghouse. It's been around forever. Might as well enter. Uh, So I entered. So I don't know if they somehow get the data, but I've never had that call. And then I get that call. So it actually, I normally, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is a scam. But then I thought, well, I actually entered that this year and I never have before. So that's interesting. So I looked it up online, and that's a common one. They will not. The Publishers Clearinghouse, I looked up information on this, and it's on their official site and everything. They will not call you. They will send a registered letter that you have to sign for, or they will come directly to your house to award you the prize. So gotcha. uh, they, do, they do one of two things, or both. A registered letter, typically, uh, directly from them that you have to sign for, or they'll come to your house. They will not call you. So for our listeners out there, if a sweepstakes calls you, just hang up. It's it's a scam. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Right. I totally agree with that one. That's, yeah. That's that's a tough one. Yeah. And uh, and again, I think you know, uh, get an opinion. Uh, you know, t- if you're questioned yes. about it, look it up online or talk it's to somebody like yourself. Just to make sure. Right? What's next? So. Well, the next common form of elder fraud is robocalls and phone scams. Basically, using the latest technology, scammers dial a huge volume of households around the world. Once they have someone on the line, there there are a number of ways, really, for them to try and rip people off. Some may tell you that your car's uh, warranty expired and you need to re-up, or while others say, can you hear me? And once you say yes, well, hang up. From there, they'll use your recorded voice to authorize fraudulent charges on stolen credit cards. And if you think you may have fallen for this one, reach out to your bank, credit card companies, and financial services professional to alert them about the 
potential fraud. Yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah. If in doubt, reach out. I like it. And the cold mm-hmm. reality is, you know, you might not know you've been scammed until after the scam is completed. Uh, but your financial companies and your financial professional can help you quickly get ahead of that situation. So right. So right. Now, romance scams are the next fraud situation that older folks should be keenly aware of. This is a pretty straightforward con job in which the scammer hits internet dating sites seeking out victims. Using fake profiles and social media accounts, the crook will seek to exploit their marks loneliness now the fraudster will often claim to be living overseas and uh, will ask for money to help cover the cost of visas medical emergencies and travel expenses to come visit the mark because this tends to be a long-term scam the bad guys can often get a lot of money before they vanish in fact the article notes that in just 2019 the federal trade commission estimates that seniors lost around 84 million dollars in romance games Oh, that's a this one in particular is just it's awful. It's Mm -hmm. despicable because it exploits the fact that a lot of seniors live alone and maybe their kids and grandkids don't have the flexibility to spend a lot of time with them or have moved uh, further away. And that means they're more isolated and lonely. But uh, to take advantage of that is just you wonder how people could do it and live with themselves. But and no matter how busy you are, if you have an older person you love, make sure you reach out often, at least with a simple phone call. So you know they're okay and you you know they know you're thinking about them. That, that's a great point, Tony. Absolutely. Now, the next common scam, internet, email, and text message fraud. It's a doozy because there are just so many different ways scammers can use it. You know, as we noted earlier in the show, because some older folks aren't entirely comfortable with technology, they've become common marks for this particular fraud. We already addressed the pop-up window uh, computer scam earlier in the show, so let's now take a moment to look at email and text message phishing scams. Uh, with this con, the scammer crafts a message that looks you know, nearly exactly like something you've received from a com- company or a business you trust, requesting your personal information or asking you to update your credit card payment. Mm. They'll then use the information you've given them to steal your personal and financial information. Like with phone scams, don't feel like you need to respond immediately. If you get an email or a text uh, from your bank or credit card company, but something about it just doesn't seem right, find their contact number and give them a call. They'll be able to tell you whether the message is on the level. And don't forget that your bank credit card companies and other institutions work for you you don't work for them the least they can do is answer your questions and address your concerns if you think somebody may be scamming you well yeah and once again it's about your gut instincts if some of those phishing messages are too good to be true uh they're probably uh, not true so how often does a completely random message asking you for personal information make sense not often in my experience so uh, there's that. Now, uh, we've, we're looking at some of these common scams and frauds, and you've given us a lot to think about so far. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, you know, now that we've taken a close look at some of the common scams out there, we're going to switch gears just slightly and discuss how you can pre- 
better protect your financial accounts from the outlaws who are looking to rip you off. You know, a Forbes article, how secure are your financial accounts and how to protect yourself has some really useful and extremely user-friendly information. Uh, As the article explains, constant vigilance is essential because con artists are doing anything possible to stay one step ahead of the good guys. For example, synthetic IDs are becoming increasingly common. With this scam, the crook combines public and stolen data to create a synthetic identity that can be so good it passes facial recognition. Wow. Wow. Oh, that is, that's an interesting one. And I'm going to get heartburn just thinking about it. (laughs) Uh, But when it comes to protecting our accounts, what's the first thing you'd recommend? Well, the first is to make sure you're aware of all your various accounts. Sounds simple, right? But I can tell you from my experience working with clients, that is, it's easier than you may think to forget about an account. Once you have a full roster of your accounts and their locations, you can move on to more concrete security steps like multi-factor authentication. Many banks, credit card companies, and other financial institutions provide this option. One of the more common ways to provide multi-factor authentication is through text message. You see, with this method, you'll enter your password, but before being logged into your account, you'll receive a text asking you to confirm that you're the person attempting to access the account. While it may take a few seconds longer to get into your account, this kind of step may go a long way in keeping your account much safer. Yeah. I'll be honest. The first few times I used that multi-factor authentication, uh, I was annoyed. And it seems, <laughs> right. but now it seems like everything you need a password for uses the multi-factor authentication. They email you a code or text it to you. So uh, you know, uh, I have to go through another step just to check my balance. But the truth is, after you've used it a few times, you, you don't even notice it anymore. It's just kind of part of life. And, you know, if answering a quick text makes my account significantly safer, hey, I'll take that deal every time. Oh, that's a really great and accurate perspective, Tony. Now, the next prudent step when making your finances uh, more secure is regularly checking your credit report. You know, regularly checking your credit report is free and easy on many websites. And you don't need to be a tech savvy for this one. Just submit your information and boom, there's your report. Now, beyond regularly checking your credit report, you should also closely monitor your credit card and debit card transactions to ensure you haven't been the victim of a fraud. You know, if you have been, immediately call your bank or credit card company to alert them to the situation. Yeah. And that's that's another popular one. And I've heard I've heard about that one. You know, uh, and when it comes to your finances, always knowing where you stand is the most important thing. And earlier in the show, you actually talked about the various kinds of financial fraud that are out there. And uh, you noted that working with a financial services professional such as yourself can help protect yourself from scams. Very true, Tony. You definitely can. Uh, Savvy financial professionals know that part of their job is to make sure their clients are as confident about their assets. Now, let's talk about using a password manager. 
And getting out of the habit basically of using the same password over and over. And you know, that's another solid step when it comes to keeping your money more secure. There are many programs out there where you can use long and elaborate passwords for every one of your accounts that the program remembers on your behalf. Some have free versions you can try out before bumping up to the premium versions, which usually comes with the monthly cost. Yeah. Yeah, password managers are interesting, and I just started using one. I always mm-hmm. wanted to use my own passwords because I'm worried I'd forget them. But right. the password managers are very effective, and, and it's a game changer because I was in the habit of using the same password on multiple sites for multiple things. And, well, you know, I thought it was a good password. The reality is using it on multiple sites makes you more vulnerable to fraud and scams. Oh, for sure. For sure. And it just helps me because for like I use it because I do forget all my passwords. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Now, paying for online purchases with a credit card rather than your debit card. That's another wise security step. Remember, it's possible that you might be on the hook for up to $500 in charges if your debit card is used fraudulently and you don't report it between two and 60 days after your statement was sent to you. But on the flip side, if you use your credit card instead, you'll only be responsible for $50 in bogus charges. Additionally, many credit cards already offer zero fraud liability policies. As yeah, well. it's probably one of the only great things about credit cards is that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that the fraud protection is really good. But you have to be careful. And I know you've talked to us about that before. You don't want to. Yes. Uh, you've got to watch out for <laughs> credit cards and the interest. You don't want to have credit card debt. and. You know, uh, I have one card with great perks, uh, you know, and you charge everything throughout the month. And then when the bill is emailed to me, I pay it in full. That way you get more security, you get the perks and you pay it off each month. But you have to you can't use it if you're not going to pay it off each month. That's the key. Do you have anything else for us, Albert, today before we have to go? We're almost out of time. You know, that was it for me right now. But if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I'd encourage you visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how we might be able to answer your questions, address your concerns. Remember, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. That's great, Albert. And listeners, that does it. It's been a great show, Albert. And I think this topic was so important uh, it's just one that I think we've all been exposed to in one way or the other. Hopefully for haven't sure. haven't fallen for any of those, but maybe there's some you haven't been aware of or what to do. But that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you, folks. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.